Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, Michael Jewell back here again to do a little prologue to episode two, Bring It On. Uh, just a little bit of a heads up, we are working to get the audio cleaned up and other things, but this one, we were still kind of just pushing it out there and trying to do some episodes quick and fun, so there might be some moments where it's a little loud, there might be some moments where it's a little bit quiet, I don't know, but have fun with it, enjoy it. Uh, Bring It On was an amazingly terrible movie, and we had a lot of fun breaking this movie to its utter bits. Yeah, so... Check this out, and then we've got some more episodes coming. I think we're gonna you're going to be pumped because a lot of this stuff is cleaning up. It's going to sound a lot better. It's going to feel a lot better. We're getting tighter and tighter and tighter, and that was the goal of the whole show. So without much further ado, this is episode two of Theater Greater Than Film. Bring it on. everybody we're back again welcome back to episode two of theater greater than film tgf the podcast where we watch some movies together talk about them and try and do some improv to one-up some of the greatest or worst films in history uh, i'm michael and i'm here once again with some of my favorite people we got keisha mills hey you can say whatever you want. You can get a little okay. dirty. It's I just want to make sure I know we uh, were expecting children listeners. Oh, they got to learn. They got to learn sometime. They got to learn what the real world's all about, especially when we're talking about this movie coming up. And we've got Virginia Gabby. Hello. If any children listen to this, I worry about their developmental, like... Your parents are not around, clearly. <laughs> yes, someone needs to watch them. There's no oversight. If a 10-year-old was like, Mom, I want to listen to these old people talk about films I can't see. I don't know. I think it's a good uh, a good film for cultural appropriation. So It's a good, it's a good film is, for the moment. I might want to teach my kids. This might be the film. This might be the educational film we need to have in schools today. This is the only one. <laughs> There's no other movies but, but what we're watching. And speaking of that, today what we're doing is another classic. Something that we've all wanted to be in our lives. All wanted to do in our lives. We wanted to bring it on. That's right. The 2000 classic Bring it on, the cheerleader action thriller comedy <laughs> that is starring Kirsten Dunst and what's her name? Gabrielle Union? Gabrielle Union. Mm -hmm. Mrs. You Dwayne did Wade. Her name. Oh, I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my bad. That's a disgrace. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> you are a disgrace. I'm just you, you gotta know the union. <laughs> Miss Union, and if you're nasty. <laughs> Alright, so uh as always, what we do. We like to watch the movies together, critique them, remember them, and then come back here and talk about them a little bit. Uh, for me, this time, uh, this was a movie I hadn't seen. Last time we watched 
a movie that Keisha hadn't seen. And I'll say it straight out the gate from the trailer. I was like, this movie's way raunchier and way dumber than I thought it was. Like, I thought it had a 2000, you know, kind of sheen on it. Like, oh, 20 years ago, it could have been that bad. But in the on the watch, it's kind of like Star Wars for me, where it felt not so great. What do y'all think? I did. I mean, I knew in 2000, it wasn't going to be a great movie. And I paid money to go to a movie theater to watch it with some friends. So I was not surprised, of course, by <laughs> its uh, raunchiness, only because every movie in 2000, that had to do with teenagers was either a feel-good movie like Remember the Titans or a raunchy teen sex comp. (laughs) Fair, fair. I did forget that there was a movie probably the same time uh, where a dude was just banging an apple pie. So There you go. What do you think, Keisha? That's the 2000s. Yeah. (laughs) Classic Um, 2000s. This movie came out when I was about seven. And watching it when I was younger, this was like a class. You went to every sleepover and you watched Bring It On. All my little friends were cheerleaders. So everyone was just like, it's Bring It On. And that's, that's the movie you watch. But as I'm older, this movie is the worst. I will never beat this in my adulthood. I wouldn't even take my niece to go see this. I think my niece would have been like, why? The, I don't think they, she wouldn't even thought the tears were good. Like, <laughs> Yo, I, I speaking of which, I have it written down in my notes, and that's getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but that final cheer off was kind of flat. Like, I was like, uh, I mean, I've seen cheer on Netflix those boys are getting it, and you watch this, and it's like, it's like practice day one. It's not good. It's not good. Even the miming? Oh, let's not talk about the pantomime. Let's hold off on that for a minute. So oh, this movie did not. To... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying I wanted to, like, dance to know where was going to see me um, try to mimic the dances that were <laughs> so far. We so... might put that... Like on social media, I might just do a quick Instagram story or something <laughs> of you trying to do uh, some swing dance cheerleading uh, at some point. But we'll talk about that. As someone who was a dancer in high school yeah. and did dance team before realizing I would prefer to be wear all black and like hate everything. Um, <laughs> I have to say the dancing in this is pretty atrocious. Yeah. It's just yeah. bad. And I think I went and saw it because I was like, oh, I love center stage and dance movies and like, you know, anything that's like musicals and stuff. And then was sorely disappointed by that. Yeah. And also I have to say this has aged terribly. I mean, what it's are aged like a age? bad one. What? What did you say, Casey? I was just asking, like, what are the good dance movies? Um, I think Center Stage is good for a ballet movie. Some of the ballet dancers mm-hmm. are horrendous actors. Um, I like some of the, um... Cats. I want to say Cats. That's <laughs> the best dance movie of all time. I like the Step Up movies. What about, um, okay. Breaking? The Electric Boogaloo. There you go. Breaking 2. Electric I Boogaloo. I about Breaking. Break-in no, and Footloose. <laughs> Does Thriller count? It's 14 minutes. It's It was it's released in film, theaters. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't care. What yeah. about Saturday Night Fever? It's disco. I don't know. That's <laughs> a good point. There's probably, I'll bet you if we really were cinephiles and we watched like the musicals from 1950 
eight or something like that, that heyday, we'd yeah. probably be like, oh, okay, those guys got some moves. Like, you know. There are uh, some good ones. I would say movies based on, like, dance things, Step Up, I like. Um, Save the Last Dance, horrendous. Because oh, she tries so to bad. do this, like, hip-hop ballet stuff, and you're like, nope, doesn't work, and you look silly. And you're oh, yeah. applying for, like, Juilliard. Why are you doing that? <laughs> this is bad. not bring, bring it on, but... <laughs> the in and, the in and this out. is not bring it on. <laughs> um, I do have to tell you this one fact before we get into, like, the plot of bring it on, because the scene uh, was weird, but I oh, read yeah. that Eliza Dushku spent one night in a Mexican jail the night before that scene, and she was super hungover when they made the bikini car wash scene. You know what? I kind of, I could see it in her eyes. She looked a little bit like she had <laughs> seen like, some stuff that day. <laughs> like she like was not all in there. The jail? <laughs> wow. That, yeah. that brings a whole new meaning to that scene. Oh, man. Michael, who, uh, can you tell us who your favorite character was? My favorite character in Bring It On. We, you, uh, you know the answer to this, but <laughs> this is the play. I, we're laughing because it's just so dumb. Uh, Carver, the girl who breaks her leg in the first five minutes of the movie, is by far my favorite character. She had the biggest arc. She was willing to, like, trug, trug through that broken leg. By the end, no crutches necessary, breaking down all the moves. Woo! My girl Carver. I would do is I would hardcore do a spin-off movie of just Carver's rehab life, trying to get her leg back in time for the final dance off. What about you? What was your favorite uh, character? Um, I uh, really appreciated Janelle. My favorite line in the movie is "Better I choke you, love thread." Uh, best line, by far. Best line of the movie by far. <laughs> Alright, so let's let's back it up. Let's talk a little bit about this movie. Let's get into the into the plot here. So uh I think we picked this movie for one reason, and then it kind of morphed while watching this movie into another thing. Uh at first we we're like, oh it's summertime, graduation, all that stuff. Let's pick a good high school movie. But as I'm watching this, and I think we all kind of saw it, it just became like a black appropriation, you know, smut film. And it was awesome. Because in the first act, we're watching, first off, they get to, uh, what was it? The high school is called like El Rancho Carne, which is yes. like a bad taco restaurant. <laughs> and they're the Toros. Yeah, they're the Toros. Torrance, beautiful. Kirsten Dunst, a.k.a. Torrance, gets to be captain of the cheer squad. Everybody's dream. And she finds out that Big Red is stealing cheers from the East Compton Culver's? Clovers. 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 The East Compton Clovers. So right there, I'm like, boom, this is a whole different kind of movie. This is a this is <laughs> not what I was expecting. What did y'all think when you when you saw <laughs> you saw uh them go down to Compton? Was it Dushku and Dunst? going down a Compton. I remember seeing it for the first time and being like, oh, not what I thought this movie was going to be about. Right. And also, way to be assholes. Also, I am surprised that when they went to regionals, because they're in Southern California, not an Asian person in any of the groups 
though Koreatown is like the largest uh, Asian enclave in like all of America. So oh, I didn't even. Think it, about there was that. a lot of race stuff going on. Yo, this movie is deeper than Malcolm X. I didn't know that. <laughs> Well, yeah. I was thinking about it after we watched it. I was like, oh, they went to regionals, which is Southern California, but there's, like, no Mexican people and no Asian people. Well, It was, like, the Clovers, and there wasn't a, a black person in any other part of the movie. And then I was like, how is there one school whoa, whoa, in first all off, about, like, hold on, California? Let me, let me stop you there, because <laughs> there was one other black person. It's Nopra Winfrey on the, whatever <laughs> her show was. Paulina. <laughs> And they gave her the smallest, they got like a extra, extra small outfit for her to wear. Alright, but there was that. Uh, my biggest takeaway from the opening of this movie was the term cheer tater. I had never heard <laughs> cheer tater before. It reminded me of like a very spangly, fireworks laden baked potato. They call a person a cheer tato? A cheer <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's like that one girl was like, you're being a cheer tater, Torrance, and a pain in my ass. Oh, is it supposed to be like dictator? Yeah. No, it's supposed to be a baked like- potato. It's supposed to be <laughs> it's with the green onions on it, the red bell pepper baked potato. I never noticed that until you said it, but now that I realize, after like seeing it in the subtitles, I was like, oh, that doesn't really sound like, it sounds easy. I was like, that never sounded like a real insult. Like the inflection (laughs) of her voice sounded like she was insulting her, but the word never sounded like. That word's too adorable to be offensive. A cheer (laughs) tater. It's like, oh, that's okay. All right, I'll take that. I'll take two, please. I'll have two cheer taters <laughs> and a seven up. Thank you very much. I thought they were calling her a potato. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. You're as bland as a potato. First off, I'm very happy that you got oh, potato man. out of that, too. I feel like I'm happy that I'm not the only one that read potato when I saw a cheer tater on the screen. <laughs> like mm, I like tater tots and taters. <laughs> uh, so when y'all both y'all have seen this before, I haven't seen it. Now in 2020, we're knee deep in like the political correctness world, the Me Too world, um, and I couldn't get over this. I want to get your take on this: the fact that one of the cheerleaders, the boy cheerleader, the male cheerleader, is blatantly sticking thumbs. In rears, in bumps, thumbs and bumps, dads and grads, thumbs and bumps. <laughs> and they're like, you dick, you stop it. You don't get it out of there. What the fuck? How? And it was like multiple times. He's sniffing his thumb, which is gross, multiple times in this movie. One person you would have to ask me by me. However, I also think that would have been something that would have definitely been taken care of. Like, I don't. I feel like there was a lack of adults. I think we talked about this again. Like, where was the coach? You know what I'm uh, saying? Uh, Torrance. Torrance is the coach. She's a captain. But she's she's still a have captain. A coach. She's not a coach. Oh, wait a minute. You know who is the coach? I didn't want to talk about him yet. Sparky Polanski. Oh. <laughs> He's a choreographer. Ma- oh, yeah, that's true. She's not a coach. There was no adults. There were no adults. Was that? 
if there was a coach, I think they would have picked somebody better than Sparky Blackstreet. <laughs> Wait, why? You didn't like Sparky? Um, Sparky's cheer wasn't even good. Yeah, you know they spent all this though. time being verbally abused by him. Or it's a the one thing I will say, kudos to Matt Walsh, who played Sparky. And since we are an improv uh, podcast, we got to big up one of the masters. But the one line that makes it through that's pervasive 20 years later is the spirit fingers. And that was all Sparky. Sparky. If it wasn't for Sparky, we wouldn't have spirit fingers. Yeah, he probably improv that shit right then and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, In one second, he did better than the whole movie's script. So I also read that the um, the lady who wrote it actually wanted it to be a documentary. And about, like, the cheer um, cheerleading competitions. But MTV was scared. like, no, no one's going to watch that. So then she just kind of came together and wrote a script. And she called it Cheer Fever. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, that is unacceptable. Uh, so that apparently is not a, a documentary person wrote this, which is why there are no jokes. There is. That's why wow. the language is so trash. <laughs> the language is trash. Yeah, there is. That's a good point. There is almost no um, attempt for a, a joke, like a comedy beat with a line, a punch, nothing. It's like the best jokes we get are like when they fall hard or something, or like they they're doing bad dance miming, like and we're just supposed to assume that's funny. That's or and speaking of which, I did want to talk about him, Mister Kendall boyfriend. Uh, what I can't remember the character's name, but the guy that was Kirsten Dunst's terrible college boyfriend, he's the only guy who says reasonably funny things, and I think it's just be- on accident. Like, just because he's such a mope, they made it, <laughs> it made it funny. Yeah, for sure. Can we talk about the auditions? Mm-hmm. Yes. Of course. <laughs> that was your favorite part? <laughs> Yeah, because they were also terrible. Yeah. One girl starts dancing to, what's that song? That, like, 80s song? Uh, he starts, like, getting on the table and, like... Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, was that it? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, who, what teenager in 2000 was like, you know what song I should strip to? I said stripped him. I want that clear. She was not at the same audition that everybody else was at. She was at a completely different audition. I don't know where she thought she was at. And she <laughs> and had like big hair and I was like, what? Th- Thumbs and bums loved it, of course, because he's a perv. But <laughs> <laughs> He was looking to put his yeah, thumb he was in her just waiting. He's like sizing up that bum. It's just the worst. And then like Two seconds later, there's a small Asian girl, like, who is indiscriminate in age. Could be 12, could be, like, 16. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's such a horrible transition. She had no (laughs) Wait, hold on. Do do the cheer, Keisha. Do the cheer. (laughs) Yes. I don't know all of the cheer. I just know, shake your booty, scream and shout. Toro players, work it out. Go Toro. Perfect, perfect. 
and a wink. I'm hiring. Head nod and a wink. <laughs> you're 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 hired to the strip club because this was a stripper audition. So the the rights to cherry pie cost production forty thousand dollars, but they felt it was the most perfect song for that. Forty thousand dollars. That's thirty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars more than I would have spent for that moment. I'd have given you one dollar. Oh my god! That's that's why this movie is gold. I think because it it took big chances and it missed on all of the chances, except for Carver, of course. Uh, I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to get the ladies' opinion on another thing here. No, we don't like thumbs and bums. Okay. That's that's fair. Well, and, and, you know, to each his own. Maybe some people do. We don't know. We don't know. We don't this know. Is, this is a conservative crowd, but, you know, the world is wide. Uh, I want to talk about the toothpaste flirt off. I have never in my life seen a rom-com resort to the spitting foamy toothpaste for 10 seconds as a means for a meat cute. Uh, I don't know what kind of toothpaste that was. That was like overactive toothpaste because I never ever in my life have been able to spit that many times when I brush my teeth. And I do remember trying to recreate the scene when I was younger. It's <laughs> like, so, dang, like how they get so much. Like I put a lot. I had to put a lot of toothpaste. In my mouth. <laughs> so you were in your bathroom alone, just putting toothpaste on a toothbrush, sticking it in your mouth, and like seeing how many times you could spit. Yes. No. It sounds crazy, but like it—it it really does take a lot of toothpaste. So I just—I wonder how they edited or, or what crazy toothpaste or chemical did they use in that scene. So they just because they probably couldn't have been using very much because when I brush my teeth, I get it like kind of all over my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I just don't brush my teeth very No, no. I am also a sloppy paster. <laughs> and even still, I would not be able to have a spit off with another person for how long they did. Um, and also, I just don't understand, like in the writer's room, who's like, I got the way that they're going to get this connection going, this chemistry. When I was in college, I used to spit in girls' faces in the co-ed bathroom with my toothpaste, and they loved it. Like, how do you come up with this? But I feel like it was Torrance who was just like, mm, it's good. <laughs> She's like, these are my feminine wilds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of feminine wilds, can we talk about the whitest moment in cinema history, when Torrance listens to the love song written for her boyfriend and she starts dancing, and it's like a, a third eye blind song, kind of. And she's she, like jumping on her bed and shaking her hair. I've never, honestly, whitest thing I've ever seen in my life. Made it, made it even more so with the Nancy Kerrigan poster right above her headboard. <laughs> I have to say, I thought the song was a bop, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I loved it when I was younger, and I still love it today. Did you listen to it while you were brushing your teeth? No. 
Because <laughs> that would have. That's next that level. I would have probably been able to achieve what I would need to do. Because you would have been salivating. Can we talk about Dashboard Confessional too? Like, can we talk about this guy? What did we think of the love interest? Did you find him interesting or anything? Young me, 17-year-old me, when she first saw this movie, would have found him very cute. Um, I liked I liked a guy who read Prost. Proust. Proust. <laughs> who read Prost and, and Proust. Obviously, they weren't interested in me, the moody, smart guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> a little dumb. <laughs> but um, I would have thought he was cute. However, on screen, I don't think he has any charisma. <laughs> Your favorite character did. I mean, Carver obviously had and Carver. <laughs> oh, killed yeah, it. Yeah, so let's yeah. let's not go there. I feel like everybody was just a little watered down. Everybody, yeah, like, just like yeah. a little bland. Yeah. But, but I feel like it's probably hard to play opposite Kirsten Dunst because she's like a fucking blank slate. Right. That was the biggest takeaway for me. Like, I was like, there is something about Kirsten Dunst. I always thought that she had some chops because, I don't know, the Hollywood told me she did, like, in 1995. <laughs> but after this, and I've seen Spider-Man a few times in recent rewatches, I'm out. I'm off the Dunst train. I'm on the Carver coach. Now that I look back on this, like, film, like, I just feel like it was, like, a it wasn't even a musical, but it was just a bad play. That's like yeah, and that's why it makes was sense. Like awarded in high school, like, who was that? An award for it because it was like a good play for somebody in high school. Right? It was like your spring formal dance, <laughs> mm-hmm. like uh, best bring it on <laughs> rendition. And everyone's like, really "Yay!" Like, <laughs> you got that one Get mom in the back with a big camcorder, <laughs> just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But the thing is, like, teen movies don't have to be horrendous. They can be perfectly fine. I think something, like, about teen movies now, I don't know if y'all have seen Book Smart or um, Eighth Grade or a couple of these other teen movies, but, like, Book Smart does a really good job of showing, like, high schools now. Like, it doesn't do the tropes of, like, you have to be in this group or this group, and this is, like, the hierarchy of high school, because that's not really how high school actually works. Right. <laughs> or at least mine didn't. Um, but old movies were very, like, set in their, like, ways of, like, you have an in-crowd and an out-crowd and a popular kid and a nerdy kid and the bad boy and the... I you have did... to have a role. Now that you say that, though, I did like one thing that Bring It On tried to do, or, I don't know, d- did... Maybe. Uh, <laughs> what it the, brought. What it brought, <laughs> what it brought to the table. Uh, they did try to make like a gay character sort of strong and witty and whatever. You know, like. It was it pretty was, normalized. Yeah, he was normalized. Like he was getting made fun of by the jocks, but uh, the jocks were really the butt of the joke because they were terrible and they sucked and they didn't get to stretch Eliza Dushku's uh, legs. And first off, that guy still freaks me out. That's not the gay guy. That's the other guy. I just the thumb guy, thumb thumb, thumb and, thumbs and bums. Thumbs and that bums. guy. It stays in my head. It's like that guy is such a sexual predator. <laughs> but I did like that. At least there was a, a angle where they were trying to say like, hey, it's not just the nerds; it's the other people too. So I thought that yeah. was good. 
And in the end, they they do go to the competition, and we were I couldn't remember who won the competition, and I was really worried that uh, Kirsten Dunn's team was going to win, and I was going to have to be like, what? Right. So what's the takeaway? What's the <laughs> what's what did, the what did we learn in this movie? The uh, Kirsten Dunn's uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Kirsten Dunn's <laughs> team loses. They come in second place to Gabrielle Union's uh, team. The what was it called? Clovers. The Clovers. Blank on that every time. Uh, so the the black team wins. They've they got the skills. They were twerking it. They win. But I would have rather just seen a movie about their team. The whole time. The whole. That's exactly what I was thinking after watching. I was just like, so why did we have to watch this whole movie to see them try to get better? We could have just watched the team that was better. Right, because there's like. In a movie format, there's, like, real tension, right? Like, there is... If we focus through the lens of the black team, the Compton team, like, there is a bad guy, and it's the white team that's been stealing their stuff, and they have to overcome and, like, struggle to even get to the finals or to get to the nationals, and they have to get Noper Winfrey to help them out. Yeah. And all that stuff. And ultimately, they beat the other team. There's, like, a real movie there. Instead, we're supposed to feel like bad uh, that the uh, that Kirsten Dunst's team, even though they like strived and learned their own uh, swing dance cheer, now we're supposed to be like on board with them and like, yay, good job! And oh, also, good job, Compton Col- Clovers, good job. Yeah. There's a there's a better movie in this movie, right? With an actual story arc, with an arc, yeah, <laughs> with like a real story. And we missed it. <laughs> we got to see Kirsten Dunst dancing on a bed. You know why the Clovers were so good also is because um, all of the backup ch- cheerleaders were from this one high school in San Diego. And they were the th- ranked third in the nation in cheer. So Ooh. they actually had like really good cheerleaders. So they brought That's in ringers why, for the movie. Yeah, apparently like you had your actors in the front and then everyone else in the, all 12 <laughs> in the back were all like actual cheerleaders. Because I had mentioned, like, their flipping was really good at nationals. <laughs> I yeah. was like, damn, they're, like, flying through the air, and they're really, really good, and just their, like, dance moves are better. Don't know if the Toros had backup cheerleaders or if they were all just actors, like, struggling. Well, I mean, you don't need backup cheerleaders when you have Carver on the, in the squad, man. That's all you need. <laughs> That's a one-man wrecking crew. <laughs> So, um, I was going to ask you, Michael, what do you rate your first experience with Bring It On? First, let's ask this. Let's ask this, and then we'll get to rankings. Do you think they brought it on? Did this movie bring it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that hurt me. That was like, my whole soul got a little dinged up on that one. Yeah, and the only thing this podcast is going to do is ruin all our childhoods. That should be the title. I said it last episode. I, 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 we went with something else, but it should be, want to ruin your childhood kids? <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> I mean, Keisha, are you going to recover? <laughs> I don't know. I probably will never watch this again. No, Damn we're man. 0 for 2. We're n- I'm never watching <laughs> Star Wars, and you're never watching Bring It Off. <laughs> Like what? No, I that was terrible. And no, I don't feel like they brought it because even like like a swing dance miming cheater, like mm-hmm. that didn't sound good. I appreciate Torrance's ambition, uh, but since it just 
Uh, you lost. You lost us. And I apologize for you. All right. So, <laughs> so we'll do rankings real quick. Ranking for me. Uh, I actually gave it 100 pom poms out of 10 because of Carver, of course. Uh, the inclusion of Carver, everything about Carver made this movie top notch. Again, like I said earlier, it was a spicy meatball of a movie because of Carver. Um, I gave this movie four pom poms and one pair of spanks pulled out of a bum. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bum spanks. I give this movie three pom-poms and a bottle of water because I got dehydrated because it sucked out all the water out of me. Oh, well, there you have it. Definitive all around, all three of us on the same exact page. <laughs> this movie is not good. And I think that's going to be a trend when we start watching these movies from our past, because a lot of it is like, you have to be nine years old or seven in Keisha's uh, instance to really appreciate the toothpaste challenge, which I put it out there to our listeners. Try and spit seven times in a toothpaste uh, when you're brushing your teeth in the morning. I want to see how that works out. So final takeaways. If I was spending the night at my friend's house in high school and her brother came in while I was in the bathroom, I'd be hella weirded out. I'd be like, what are you doing? There is a person in here. All Get out of here, Kevin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, that was kind of weird. Like, why the hell did you wait? Right? Because they needed to toothbrush fuck. Come on. <laughs> Cheer sex, toothbrush fuck, all. Cheer sex. Cheer sex for them. I forgot about the cheer sex. I didn't, I, I wrote that down. I forgot that there was a moment in which if you just look at somebody in the crowd while cheering, that counts as intercourse. Not Keisha, a lot of what, you? what do you, what do you well, take away? they didn't really have cell phones, so that was the best they could do. This has been also yeah. a common theme in our things. There's, <laughs> the internet has allowed us to really <laughs> ramp up our fantasies and our, like, no toothpaste needed, unless that's your thing, and there's probably a website for it. But if I if I was in the audience and that was my child, I was like, "Girl, who's you looking at?" And you asked, um, "Do I need to be? Because you don't need to be looking at nobody." All right, all right. Well, there we have it. The final takeaways, and when we come back, we're gonna do a little improv. So get ready, and we cut to. El Rancho Carne High School Auditorium, where there is a class gathering in preparation of the upcoming National Cheer Association's finals cheer thing. Oh, oh, it's school started. <laughs> totally forgot what bells were for. Everybody, sit down. This is your... Principal speaking, Principal Torrance Kukamanga. Uh, we've got a special announcement. We've got the newest cheer squad. It is an interracial, mixed familyed, half Asian, uh, transgendered cheer squad. Uh, give it up one time for the multicolors. Well, if you have one of everyone, then it's everyone's happy. Yeah, we tried our best to make sure that there was nothing excluded. Basically, Twitter defined who who was going to be on the cheer squad this year. 
Yeah. And I think it's really awesome that um, we didn't have auditions this year. We just let everyone in. <laughs> and allow me to introduce the cheer captain, the one, the only, Daisy. Hey, hey guys. I am super, super excited to be here. And I just want to let everyone know that I'm not going to let anyone down. Because this is going to be our year. Daisy, I think you're going to make a fantastic coach. Um, I've left you all the cheers. And um, just do them. Okay. I will do my best, Sandy. Because I, I, I know how hard you are. And I would never let you down. You're the best. This is going to be the best nationals cheer association fun championship ever uh, we cut to the first practice uh daisy mcvander yacht is cheering on trying to get everybody lined up to uh start the new cheers okay that was good guys but you guys um we're not we're not doing um we're not doing our best I think it's time that we did something that was out of this world, crazy, ridiculous, no one's ever seen it before. So we can be like on the National Geographic, not really a documentary, but like a real thing that people want to watch forever and ever. Uh, Captain Daisy, I, uh, I have this new trick that I do, uh, uh, Tiffany, if you could come over here, I'll show it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sh- like the- you're talking about the chick you showed me last night? Yeah, yeah, that's the awesome. one. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna- I'm gonna pick Tiffany up. <gasps> I'm gonna throw her in the air. <laughs> Thumb in the bum. Oh my gosh, you guys. You have to pick this series. Stop being perv. Thumbs in bum. No Thumbs in I'm just a dude. Dudes are gonna be dudes. Yeah, what's up? Just got back uh, from Mexican jail. How's it going? I'm sorry I'm uh, late. I'm sorry I'm late, Teach. I mean, Daisy. Coach. I don't care. I'm a little hungover. Oh my gosh. This is a wreck. Okay, guys. I think it's time that we have a team talk. Like a TED talk? Like, I love those. I love that. I love, I love talking exactly. about, like, geography. You said National Geographic earlier, right? So, yeah. I love it. Do you know that the... boobs in that magazine. Yeah. Huge boobs. Boobs. Just boobs. Are you guys going to take this serious? We are. What are you talking about? I got my thumb in my bum. Or somebody's thumb is in somebody's bum. That's a serious move. That's a professional move. I just want to be the best. Do you guys want to be the best? Because if I am going to hold up up to my successor, then I need to I need to prove myself and to my boyfriend that this is going to be amazing. We cut to the bad girl walking in. Are you fucking kidding me? Are they really doing thumbs and bums? How many times do I have to tell them that they can't do thumbs and bums? That's ridiculous. That's that's B-League stuff. Oh my god, this Daisy. I think, I think as captain, 
I'm going to have to uh, get that badass bitch on this team. What do you think? All right, that's it. I'm coming back in. I think it's time for an audition. I'm sick of this. I'm, I'm tasking you. Make sure we get a gold star cheerleader. Yes, we will do. <laughs> cut, to, cut to auditions for the next cheer star. <coughs> is, uh, uh, is this the audition? I'm here. I'm here to audition. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ready. Let's go. Okay. Show me what you got. Hit me Your up. Your cheer. All right. My name's Chet, and I'm doing my cheers. Watch. Okay, Chet. We're watching. Yeah. I'm a big guy, and I love cheer. Don't get in my way. I might throw you a beer. Okay, okay, We're okay. The best. Uh, 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 okay. Uh, Chet. Is it Chet? Um. Yeah. Just real quick, it's not a rap battle. Just a little note for me to use. So maybe get a little pep, a little pep in that chat. Go for it again. Okay, I can do that. As the head cheer potato, I'm gonna have to say that it's a no from from me. But um, I think there's an audition for a musical down the hall that might be nice. Wow, that guy just gonna give me a second chance. You just told me no. Well, I see, uh, well, I don't feel one year, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, get out of here. Thanks, Chet. So if we could have the next, um, cheer conditioner, please. Yay! I'm here. What's up? My name is Lisa, and I am the best. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's go. Ready? Okay. I love potatoes. I love tomatoes. I love when all those things come together. Cheer tater. What do you think? Oh god. Um, let me discuss with my teammates. Um. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh my god. I put it all on the line. It's a no. I think I threw up on that for a little bit. Yeah, That's then she true. definitely she definitely can't be on the team then. You tell her, not me. Okay. Well, um that wasn't good. What? No, and no, no, no way. That's impossible. That was amazing. We need real I feel out of breath I am. <laughs> I'm sorry, sweetie. We need the real deal. And you're like you're like a great value potato. And we only want Pringles on our team. <laughs> exactly. I haven't had a Pringle in 10 years for this audition. This is, this is really bad. <laughs> okay. I'll just, I'll go back to band camp. That's fine. Thanks. And then we cut to the final audition of the night. <laughs> wow! What's up, everybody? Yeah! Are you ready for some cheer? Rock! Oh, you're really into 80s rock. Could you do your rendition of Cherry Pie for us? You got $40,000? I love a good generic... So, do I got the job? 
You know, I think our our team is good as it is. Oh, what? I thought that was amazing. Why don't you guys talk about it? Why don't you guys sidebar about it? Cut to, cut to Do you side. think we should let... I, I don't know. I think I think it could add a lot of... It could add a lot of variety. Like, we need something new. A pick-me-up? I think this could be what takes us to the top. Okay. As the cheer-tater, and I'm going to take your, your recommendation, and we're going to let... We're going to let him on the team. Yes. Cut back. Billy, Billy, Bop! Did I get the job? Yeah! You want to tell him or should I? You, you got it. You, okay. We, we definitely want you. We're so excited to have you as the top of the pyramid. <laughs> That's where I belong, baby. That's where the top of the goes. Zippity bop bop. Wait. We cut to a slumber party. I'm so excited to be part of the crew. Yeah. I bought some quaaludes. Anybody want to jam? Um, maybe you could just, um, maybe put your, put your face down for just a little bit. Okay, so it's really hard to do a facial when you're trying to play. That's fair. That's fair. All right, I'll put it down. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Dashboard Confessional, and, uh, I Dash, really like your get jam. Get out of my room, Dash! My brother's such an ass. Uh, but you, you wanna go brush your teeth? Anyone? I'm just gonna go brush my teeth. Nobody get brushes out. their teeth, Dash, you idiot. I like gentle hygiene, shit. Stop being such a pussy, Dash. Uh, I also wrote you guys a song. (laughs) Fuck you, Dash! Get out of my room! We're having slumber party time, dude. Get into my facial. Oh my gosh, why are you being so mean? I would love to hear the song. Maybe you guys can do a duet. Here's the song I wrote for the cheer team. Um, It's cheer and they're here. And they have feelings, cause they're people like you and me. What do you, what do you, what do you think? Think you could do a cheer to it? I, I think I could do a lot of things to it. You like my song? Oh, I think we, it's a beat. <laughs> we cut to the, to the bill. <laughs> we, we cut to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, where Dash and. Uh, uh, Daisy, our, uh, since Daisy threw up in her mouth a little bit, had to brush her teeth. <laughs> um, I really like Aquafresh toothpaste. What about you? Um, I've always been a sensitive kind of girl. Oh, do you have um, sensitive gums? Yeah. Sometimes um, they feel uh, a little inflamed. So I think you so sensitive too. Oh. Not look so cheesy. Um, I use this Sonicare toothbrush. It's a little bit loud, but I, uh, you know, so I'm just gonna <laughs> put it in my you mouth. Swap toothbrushes. Oh, oh, 
Yes, that we here. can experience a real intimacy here. <laughs> I'd love to give you my toothbrush. Here's my toothbrush. It's, it's only the toothbrush I got for my dentist, but I assure you it's still really great. Um, we cut to the <laughs> we cut to the dentist's office where Daisy's uh, getting her teeth checked. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Your mouth is exceptionally bleeding. Are you are you flossing or um, yeah, my, I've been using the toothbrush that you provide me with and the tooth, uh, the, the floss that you gave me. Hold on, let me I just, even, let me just check this chart here. Looks like the last time you visited us was two years ago. Are you still using the same toothbrush from two years ago? Well, of course, I felt like the only... The best option was to use what the dentist gave me. Yes, but in in the interim, you should either show up to the dentist's office or purchase a new one because... Let me see that toothbrush. Yep. Just as I suspected. One bristle. Ridiculous. No wonder your teeth are falling out and your gums are bleeding everywhere. Wow. I think it's one of the two more bristles on my brush. How many times do you spit into the sink when you brush your teeth? May I ask? Um, solid seventeen. Seventeen times. <laughs> what is, is your mouth made of toothpaste? How are you spitting that much? I don't know. It must be something coming from my gums, I guess. We cut back to the bathroom. Wow, the amount of times that you spit. It really makes my heart sing. Well, um... Don't you fucking sing again, Dash! I swear to God! Stop messing with my best friend! Uh, oh my gosh. Well, uh, you're pretty. I'm gonna go to bed now. Okay, bye. We cut back to the first cheer off, uh... The, the first, like, the regionals, not the, not the finals. We go cut to semifinals. Where uh, Daisy's bleeding all over the place from her gums. <laughs> right in the judge's faces. Hi guys, my gums are feel really, really hurting. But don't let anything for my mouth um, keep you from bringing it on, okay? And now, we welcome, 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 the Meat Ranch High School... Los Caballeros! What's up, everybody? Ready? Okay! Yeah! Rockin' and a rollin'! We're uh, the rockin' and the rollin'! Cherry pie! She's my flippin'! We don't have $40,000! She's my Pecan pie! Cool pecan pie! And all of a sudden, this is the sh- <laughs> all of a sudden, Daisy falls and breaks her leg. <laughs> so we cut to the doctor's office. Oh my gosh, I let the whole team down. Daisy, 
I'm going to have to put this full leg cast on you, and you're not going to be able to walk, and you're going to be homeschooled until college. A full leg cast? What am I yeah. supposed to tell the squad? What am I supposed to... How am I supposed to cheer again? I think that cheer is not an ex essentially a, a lucrative career, and I might be helping you out by uh, putting this cast on you. I think it could lead you towards better things, and just tell the team you have better things going on. It's the spirit's big curse. Doctor. Doctor. We've got an emergency in the other room. Classic yes. case of cheer fever. <laughs> it's breaking out everywhere. Daisy? You're gonna be okay. I have to go take care of this cheer fever. Oh my gosh. Okay, Doc. We cut to uh, college where you're going to visit your college boyfriend after you broke your leg and your gums are bleeding everywhere. Hey, look at me. I barely have a leg. Oh. My gums are inflamed. Oh, man. They're like... It's almost too much. I used to think that I had a lot of toothpaste, but it's just like a weird um, pus coming from my gums. Okay, first off, we haven't dated in three years, and it was because of the gum thing that is uh, really was a turnoff. I don't know what you're even doing here, but let me tell you this. You got to believe in yourself. I don't know why I feel like you're going to be something big. You just got to stick to it. Take that leg cast off and never brush your teeth again. Wow. Hey, Daisy, I, I was overhearing your conversation. I'm the admissions counselor for the dental program here, and I think you'd be a great candidate to our dental school. Who, me? Yeah, you're bright, you're pretty, you've got gums. You'll never let another person's gums be like your gums. I think, I think this could be an amazing opportunity for you, and we'll give you a full ride. If you bring it to this campus. Well, I've never been good at anything else before, but if I'm going to take a different route, I think this should be it. I can make a difference and make people cheery through dentistry. We cut, we cut back to uh, you t about to tell the team before the finals that, uh, that you're going to leave to dental school. Hi, guys. I know that at the beginning of... Sorry, I can't help myself. I'm sorry. I can't turn it off. It's fine, it's fine. At the beginning of the year, I told you guys that I would be the best captain. And I really tried. But since my new ailment, I've taken a new route to dentistry. Dentist school. I'm making people happy and cheering through dentistry. And I hope you all will be considered to be patients of mine. Will you give us a discount? Of course. Only the first time, though. I really appreciate your ambition, Daisy. You know, if there's anything you've got going on, it's it's your your nice hair and your, your ambition and your leg cast. That's like the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. I wish you well. And um, we cut to Daisy's dental practice. There's a there's a Doogie Howser MD poster on the wall. 
next to Zach Morris and Nancy Kerrigan. I really like the art in your office. I'm really scared of dentists. Oh, you don't have to be afraid of me. I'm just, um, I'm new to this, just like you might be new to getting your teeth fixed. So don't mind the drills and all the heavy machinery. I'm just gonna, like, stab your mouth a little bit. Could you maybe, like, do a cheer to make me feel better? Of course I can. Open wide. You have a giant potato coming in right now. Go, kid! It is so much better. You're the best dentist ever. We cut to uh, Daisy uh, on a date, her first date as a dentist, sitting back, reflecting on her life now that she's a Five-star, gold-star dentist. Hey, Ben. How are you? How are you feeling? You look kind of lost. Lost in thought. Oh, um, I was just reflecting on such a great day with all of my patients. I think I really made a difference today. Yeah? But why do you look so, I don't know, distraught? Just distant? Um, I think it's just gas. Was it the <laughs> nerve gas, the that funny gas that you use? Maybe the yeah, it might be the Novocaine. <laughs> You've been stealing Novocaine on the side. That's not that can't be legal. Yeah, what's legal? What's not these days? You know. Hey guy, hey guy! I'm the lobster on the table. She wants you to ask her to marry her. Take so? her to a fancy restaurant and don't ask her anything. Also. If you could free me, that'd be great. But just letting you know, I'm reading between the lines here. I'm just Thanks. a lobster. Thanks. Talking lobster, this has been really informative. I appreciate it. I can't believe you have the emotional and uh, self-awareness to understand what marriage is, let alone that she's looking for that. That's that's huge. Hey, babe. We've been together now for three or four years. And at first I thought it was the Novocaine that made me love you this much, but now I realize you mean everything to me. Will you, well, hand me your spirit fingers. Will you marry me? Oh my gosh. I, 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 I can't think of anything I'd rather do. Uh, uh. So is that a yes? Yeah, yes, of oh. course. Oh, thank God. Oh, we cut to, uh, we cut to, the first night after the wedding, we're in bed. It's like, oh yeah, baby. Oh, give me that, give me that cheer sex. Come on, you know what I like. Cheer for me. Go team. This is fun. <laughs> Thumbs in my bottom. We cut to the two of them brushing their teeth after sex. <laughs> wow, you know, my dentist told me that I should get rid of this bristle, um, this one bristle toothbrush, but you know, I think it's brought me a lot of love. Hey, you're not, you're not, years. you're not spitting. 
Go ahead. I, we, uh, you have, we have to go back and forth on this. You know that. Well, I think it's taught me a lot of luck. And I think it's one of the main reasons that you, you found your way into my life. Uh, well, I mean, are you having second thoughts on, on us, on me and you? No, I was just expressing how grateful I was to have you and my one bristle brush still here with me. At you know, this I've been... point in my own. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> There's so much toothpaste this time. I, I... <laughs> Did you spit onto your toothbrush? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That is... Uh, we might have to talk about that relationship-wise. That's a little... That's one of my pet peeves. I don't know if I'm down with that. I know I should know this already about you after being with you for four years, but maybe we should rethink this whole marriage thing. What? We're already married. I know. Maybe we should take a step back, separate for a little while, you know, just really think about each other's goals and needs. So you're saying that after I have broken my leg in 27 places and I no longer have any teeth of my own that you want to leave me. And then we cut to the two of them on the Paulina show. And after I've broken my leg in 27 places and only have my bristle brush left, he decides that he wants to leave me. On this episode of Paulina, we talk to women who have issues with their boyfriends who talk to lobsters. Yeah, so, you know, after the the shrimp told me to get that lottery ticket, I thought the next logical thing was get married. And lo and behold, two crustaceans can never be wrong. How long have you been talking to crustaceans? Honestly, Pauline, since birth. I came out the womb talking to fish. And, Daisy, did you not know about the crustacean conversations before you got into this relationship? At the time, I was uh, I was addicted to Novocaine, and I just thought that they might have been hallucinations. Um... Paulina, so, can I can I, I say something? I was also addicted to the Novocaine. I just want that out there. I think it was a one-to-one thing. We were both a little bit high. So you talked to crustaceans while you got your girlfriend high on Novocaine. Yeah, it sounds about right. I think. And Daisy, do you talk to any foods? Um, I've tried it out. For a little while, but it just didn't seem like anything that was my thing. It didn't feel true to um, who I really was. What is your thing? You know what, Polio? Ever since I haven't been able to cheer, life just hasn't been the same for me. Oh, that is a heartbreaking story. I also know what it's like to not cheer. I never cheered, and I think that I'm worse for it. We but cut I back. Think- we cut back in time. We flash backward. 
shoo, and we zoom out of uh, Daisy's head as she's fallen and hurt her leg. And she's had this realization that her whole life's trajectory has changed because of her teeth. Oh my god, Daisy! Are you okay? Are you alright? I'm not alright. I'm not alright. Tell us about this, it. This is the worst thing that could have ever happened. Like, I don't know. Like, one day I was this great, young, beautiful um, cheerleader with great boobs and guys flaunting all over me because I had great boobs and nice teeth but now I don't have any teeth or or anything and I'm just I'm nothing. Hey, Daisy. I I saw you fall off that pyramid and I didn't write a song about it this time, but I wanted to let you know I think you're awesome and ambitious and you have great boobs. And anything you want to be, you can be. And I hope that I can be there by your side. Yeah! And I think you should strap on your bum spanks, get back on that pyramid, and cheer your ass off! Wow! Cheer your ass off. Cheer your ass off. Yeah, cheer your ass off. Cheer that ass off. Cheer that ass off. Cheer! We cut to the nationals. We cut, <laughs> we cut to the nationals. Uh, Daisy's on center stage. We're ready to go. Y'all ready for this? And we have Daisy, the captain of the team, center stage, top of the pyramid, in all her glory with her full light cast. <sighs> I knew I could make my way back here. <laughs> we cut to the awards ceremony. Yeah, we, cut, we cut to Daisy. <laughs> I knew I could make my way back here. We cut to Daisy <laughs> receiving uh, most valuable cheer person 2020. Can I give my speech? Speech! 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 Little boys and girls of America, I knew when I was younger that cheer was all I needed to do to save the world. And after today's performance, I know that I have made a change in each and every one of you guys' lives. And if you're at home today and you think that you can't cheer or you can't be all that you ever wanted, I hope Okay, that was great. Everybody give it up for Daisy saving the planet one cheer at a time. <laughs> right. I think we got out of time. Please buy my book. <laughs> all right. Final final takeaways. Go ahead, Keisha. My final takeaway is that I can't cheer very well. Um, it's harder I'm than I thought. Awful, <laughs> I'm an awful cheerleader. Um, think I don't have to make any cheers ever. Um, good thing this is on. Um, no one can see me, so I don't have to do any 
pilot, I don't have to be a flyer. Um, or I have to actually break my leg. Because I'm just an improviser. That's my take. <laughs> what about you, Virginia? My takeaway is that I forever want to become a dashboard confessional <laughs> lead singer. Dude. And I just want that dude to be my personality now. So sorry, guys, but that's who's coming to the show <laughs> next week. Join us next week for emotional musings from <laughs> Virginia Gabby. I'm going to put my hair like in my eyes. <laughs> I can't see you guys. I just I got yeah. one. I can't do any other. Um... Yeah, won't we be visiting this movie? Yeah, this movie's over. This movie's over. Throw it away. <laughs> Trash it. Don't recycle. Kirsten Dunn's becoming a dentist. <laughs> we have been a better movie. Honestly, mm-hmm. life goals. I don't. Wh- who who does she become? Who is she at the end of this? Like, what is, what is her future? Pharmaceutical sales. Who wow. is everyone's wow. future? That's I think it's, um, I think Virginia said while we were watching it, like, you, this isn't a real career, like, you can't do anything with this. I think, uh, <laughs> I think Gabrielle Union's character also becomes host of America's Got Talent. Like, that character mm. and Gabrielle Union work yes. together on the same. Uh, reality singing show. Um, I think that uh, the college boyfriend goes on to move to Texas and coaches kid cheer. Those Ooh, little kids with the like hair yes. that's like far back. <laughs> or that pageant stuff. The yeah, the yeah, pageant pageant stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm, wow. Yeah. What about um, bad girl Eliza Dushku back in a Mexican jail? I feel like she never left. Like, she just always wanted to be back there. Like, that's where her heart was. <laughs> it's in Mexico. She's like a rum runner. Uh, she's, like, making any money she can, any way she can. I think uh, Jamie just hit it back on the plate. Who's Jamie? Which one's Jamie? What's Jamie? Um, Jamie was the one who did the uh, Shaker Beauty screaming shout. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, 10-year-old kid. All right. Join us next week when we destroy another part of your childhood, or at least we destroy another part of our childhood, uh, when we watch Star Wars 2, 4, 6, it doesn't matter. Episode, the next one, Empire Strikes Back. We get to meet Yoda. We get to hang out uh, on an ice planet. Oh my god, it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait for Keisha to see Yoda (laughs) for the first time. She looks disappointed already. Keisha, yeah, are you okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you? <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. This was theater greater than film. I don't know if this theater was greater than film. I'll leave that to you. Was this <laughs> was this theater greater than film for Bring It On the musical? The musical. <laughs> We out. And that has been another flawless episode of Theater Greater Than Film. Yay! Completely flawless. No breaks, no edits, no cutouts, no awkward pauses. Why? Because we're just that good. Just kidding. 
But thank you guys so much for listening to episode two. We hope you had a lot of fun listening along with us as we broke down Bring It On. What an amazing piece of cinematic pure heaven. What else can I say? Amazing. Uh, Join us next week. Next week, we're going to be watching uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Awesome movie. Uh, We had such a great time recording this one and following along with Luke from episode one, where he's stuck on Prostitute Island. And we want to see what happens next. Uh, And then also, we're going to be releasing these pretty much every Tuesday for the next 10 weeks or so. Uh, We've got season one pretty much locked in. We're going to have some guests. We're going to have a whole bunch of fun. Uh, We're going to try some different things. Remember, we're a fledgling little podcast. We're trying our best. We're so sorry if it's not perfect audio. We're working on getting better mics, better equipment, but that takes time. And we just wanted to do it. So that's what we're doing. So next week, episode three of ours, episode five of Star Wars. Not any more confusing than that. That was a terrible lead in, but we're going to watch Empire Strikes Back. Uh, in its entirety and then talk about it break it down and then after that I think we're going to do a little bit something a little bit different where we're going to talk about something that's a little bit tougher and maybe a little harder to hear uh, but I think is pretty prescient to the times but I'll save that for next week Uh, once again check us out on iTunes Uh, you can search theater greater than film Uh, we're going to be up on all the other platforms shortly Uh, You can also subscribe to our Facebook page, Theater Greater Than Film, uh, and our Instagram, Theater Greater Than Film. All pretty simple. Uh, And yeah, we'll be coming soon. Thanks again so much for checking in. We love you guys so much. Peace. Shake your booty, screaming shout.